Hi there, this is episode 22. Today I am answering the question, how much should I push my kid to succeed? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, this is Danae. Welcome to episode 22. I wanted to start off by inviting you all to join the Toy Detox. The Toy Detox is a program that's launching in March. We did this last year with great success. It's to declutter the toys in your house. So I'm going to work with you step by step to help you figure out which toys you should keep and which ones you should toss and get your kids on board, get your extended family on board. We'll work through the whole process. So if you go to the show notes, simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 22, you can find the sign up there. It's going to be a lot of fun. 80% of the participants reported that their kids played more creatively after they detoxed the toys. And 90% said that it was much, much easier to clean up. So if you're interested in finding out more about why it's actually better for your kids to have fewer toys and how you can get there, go ahead and sign up in the show notes. So this is a question and answer style podcast as usual. Leave me your questions at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. If you prefer to do something more private and work one-on-one, I also offer coaching sessions. You can find more information about that at simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. Today's question comes from Desta in New Mexico. She writes, My four-year-old daughter seems to think that she can't do anything new and slightly challenging. She complains that it's too hard after just barely beginning the activity or even at the mere suggestion that she try it. And she doesn't want to stick with it and keep trying. We give her plenty of praise and try not to be critical of her attempts. Is there anything else we can do to encourage her? Should we let her give up immediately as she wants to and just come back to it another time? Have we possibly praised her too much for little things in the past, and now she wants us to praise and push her along nonstop? Desta, rest assured that this is a very common concern of parents. I also have a three-year-old who is incredibly competent when I'm not looking and can do things at school that he doesn't seem to know how to do at home. I'm going to start by dividing this into two parts. The first is, how do we help a kid succeed when it's a brand new skill, when it's something that's new, something that's really hard? The second part being, how do we help a kid succeed when it's an old skill or a skill that we know that they have, but for whatever reason, they're not able to demonstrate or to do at the moment? So how do we help a kid succeed with something new? So I'm going to use the example of riding a bike. So if your kid is learning how to ride a bike, they're going to be scared. This is a new skill, learning how to balance and pedal and do everything all at once. So once you finally identify that it's time to take off the training wheels and your child is on board, you're going to provide a certain amount of assistance. So you're probably going to hold on to the back of the seat to help them stay upright. So at first, you're going to be physically balancing them and holding them up. But as they get better, you're just going to be holding lightly onto the seat until finally you've seen that they have developed the skill and ability to do it on their own. And you're slowly going to let go of the bike and let them ride on their own. This means as parents, we're always observing. So we're trying to figure out how much help a kid actually needs. What skills do they actually have and how much assistance do they need from us? You don't want to keep holding on to the back of the bike when they can ride the bike on their own. So you don't want to keep giving assistance if this is something that they can do on their own. 
So when it's a new and difficult behavior, please, by all means, provide the support that your child needs. The best way to determine how much support they need is to observe them. So as with any other part of parenting, our job is to help and provide support and then to slowly fade ourselves off when kids start to get the hang of it and they can do it on their own. So that brings us to part two. So after you've provided that initial support and teaching and your kid seems to be getting the hang of it, what do you do to help a child succeed when it's something you've seen them do before or something that you know that they do at school or in another setting when you're not around? So when I try to understand kids better, it often helps me to use adult examples to compare these situations. So a couple of weeks ago, our garbage disposal broke. And typically in our house, when the garbage disposal or something like that breaks, I lean on my husband to take care of it and to fix it. But in this particular day, my husband wasn't available. He wasn't home and the disposal was broke. So I called him and said, you know, what am I supposed to do? The garbage disposal is broke. And he said, well, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do about it because I'm out of town. Therefore, I got out my phone, I YouTubed it, and figured out how to fix the garbage disposal on my own. Now, had my husband been there, I wouldn't have done it by myself. But the fact of the matter is, when push came to shove, when I had to figure it out for myself, I was able to. So when your child is attempting to do something that they've done before, something that they already have a pretty good grasp on, and you're confident that they have the ability... My best advice is to make yourself disappear. So go to the bathroom, walk outside, whatever you need to do, but don't hover over them. Don't hover over them, encouraging them. Back to my garbage disposal example. If my husband had told me, you figure it out, and then he hovered over me saying, okay, you got this, you can do this, I think I would have been just incredibly irritated. And I would have said, why don't you just do it? You're standing right here and you know better than I do how to fix this kind of thing. So even though praise and encouragement is often well-intentioned, it's not always well-received and it doesn't always serve the purpose that we're intending for it to serve. So the best solution on these type of tasks is to give your child the time and the space to figure it out for themselves. We do have to keep in mind that there are some external factors that influence kids' ability to be successful. So let's say your kid knows how to tie their shoes, but they were up until midnight last night and they're really exhausted. They haven't had lunch and it's time to put their shoes on. All those external factors are going to make putting their shoes on a lot harder today because even though they know how to do it, it's still hard. And it's even harder because their frustration tolerance is at an all-time low. So do try to be sensitive to the fact that even though you've seen a kid succeed and you've seen them do something once, It can still be difficult and they can still need our support. And we do want kids to be set up for success. So the take home for today is to be available to provide support for new and difficult activities. However, when it comes to something that you know your kid knows how to do and they're pretty capable of, try to fade yourself off and make yourself disappear so that they have the time and space to work at it and succeed on their own. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please jump over to simplefamilies.com and sign up for the email list so you can stay in touch with the blog and the podcast and all the updates of what's going on. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you get all the new shows as soon as they come out. And thanks for tuning in.